Hi, welcome to Hayigeret, or The Message, a unique journal of original and plagiarized Jewish thought, in the merit of my grandfather, Benjamin Ari Ben Meir, and for a refuah shlema, a complete healing for Esther Batsipora. At the end of last week's Parsha, Moshe, or Moses, and Aharon, Aaron, take on the responsibility of being B'nai Israel, the children of Israel's spokespeople. God tells them to go to the people and explain what's going to happen, that God intends to redeem them, etc., and also to do some miracles or signs to really seal the deal. God also tells them that when they go to Pharaoh demanding that B'nai Israel should be freed, God will strengthen Pharaoh's heart and not let them free. I think we gloss over the fact that Moshe and Aaron know that their first demand to Pharaoh is really a lost cause. They go in doing their best, of course, but they know that it's not the end. Coming back to that. So Moshe and Aaron go to B'nai Israel, and B'nai Israel is convinced. They're relieved and happy and believe that God will redeem them. And then, of course, Moshe and Aaron go to Pharaoh, demand, and fail. But Pharaoh not only refuses, he makes the work even more difficult on the people. B'nai Israel is very mad at Moshe and Aharon now, which isn't surprising. They don't know what Moshe and Aharon know, that things are going to be tough for a while, but it will all be worth it in the end. What is surprising, though, is that Moshe is also mad. He goes to God very upset that this first go didn't pan out. Moshe says, ever since I came to Pharaoh, he's just made things worse, and you've still not delivered your people. Rabbi Jacob ben Asher, or Baal HaTurim, is also surprised by this, explaining that Moshe knew his first try wasn't it but he didn't think that his intervention would make things worse. He thought things would at least get a little bit better, and they didn't. God responds immediately, saying, you will see what I will do to Pharaoh. He's going to drive the people out. Moshe is questioning God, of course, but mostly he's questioning Pharaoh. He can't see a world where Pharaoh does anything that helps B'nai Israel. So God is telling Moshe immediately that he will soon see change. But he does it in an interesting way. God doesn't say, I am so great, it'll be fine. God's response is more validating and way more personal. More like, I hear your concern, Moshe, and though of course I am pulling the strings, you will see Pharaoh set my people free. And this is more of a miracle than the people magically appearing in Israel, right? To see someone so horribly vile, someone who hates God and B'nai Israel so much, actually be the agent of God is miraculous. In this week's Parsha, Va'era, we see seven of the ten plagues of Egypt, the Makot Mitzrayim. Up until the sixth plague, Pharaoh hardens his heart to the plagues of blood, frogs, lice, wild beasts, and dead livestock. But at the sixth plague, which is boils, we see new language. Now it's Hashem that is hardening Pharaoh's heart. If Pharaoh needs Hashem to harden his heart, doesn't that mean that he would have let B'nai Israel go if Hashem wouldn't have intervened? Yeah. So why go on with more plagues if five would have convinced Pharaoh? Is it to punish the Egyptians? Is it to punish Pharaoh? No, it's to convince B'nai Israel. At the beginning of this Parsha, B'nai Israel doesn't believe what Moshe tells them after the first time Pharaoh rejects the idea at the end of last Parsha. The Torah tells us that they didn't listen due to their short breath, Kotzer Ruach. Okay, so I don't know, give them a second to catch their breath? No, this Kotzer Ruach, this short breath, refers to B'nai Israel's crazy daily lives. So they're slaves, working extremely hard, working so hard, in fact, that they don't even have time to think about spirituality or God. And our commentary tells us that Pharaoh did this on purpose, working them super hard so that they wouldn't have time for the spiritual or mental strength not to be beaten down. The rest of the plagues were sent to convince B'nai Israel once more to believe what Hashem promises. They needed to see the most insanely miraculous things to truly believe and be shaken from their shortness of breath. 
then they could truly recognize the strength of their god through the insanity that is Pharaoh being the one setting them free. I'm obviously not the first person to say this next idea, but don't you feel like we live in the generation of Kotzeruach, this shortness of breath? We have nothing but distractions and things to do and worries to obsess over on Instagram to update all these things. There's this weird modern interaction where people try to out-busy or out-stress each other. Whoever got the least amount of sleep is the most impressive, and whoever has the least amount of free time is the most accomplished. We are proud of our Kotzer Ruach. It's definitely a side effect of being in a country that idolizes certain success, but it can seem really impossible to crawl out of. You know, why do we have things like domesticated animals, and interior design, and musical theater, and like I said, social media? Because we do have leisure time. As much as we try to deny it, we are no longer hunters and gatherers always wondering where the next meal comes from. But instead of using this leisure time to catch our breath, we fill it with other things. My leisure time is currently filled with watching Doctor Who that I became obsessed with literally 10 years after everybody else, falling into musical theater black holes on YouTube, and doom scrolling on TikTok. But because we don't have Navua or prophecy today, it can be hard to see the hand of God in our lives unless something really wild happens to shake us out of it. The plagues represent this, the reality that beneath everything is the hand of God. It just takes active breath catching to recognize this. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share with a friend. I'm going to stop asking you to rate, review, or subscribe because it's kind of annoying. But if you'd like to do that, you can do that too. <laughs> um, thank you so much. Shabbat shalom. Have a beautiful weekend.